kind of like in my mind they're kind of always one step away from camping i think that's how they prefer to live their lives Welcome to Bruce Day Tuesday podcast episode 527. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the north, general of the Felix legions, and loyal servant to the true emperor Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered Tyler Dribley. And I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Hey, Zach. Hey, I'm the Joaquin Phoenix of podcasting, and uh, I'm I'm here, and Tyler's not. How old was he when he was referring to himself as Young Feezy? Was he still young? Um, young-ish. He was probably like our age, right? Like when he was fucking around on. Like it was one of those things where you're like, is he having a mental breakdown or is he just really over it? And I'm still not sure what was happening. I think he would tell you that he was like doing a gag because like he he had a comeback movie called like i'm still here or something like that about how like what a lark he was on but i think he (laughs) i think he had some brain problems that he had to work yeah yeah that seemed it seemed like it his name's joaquin so you know his family life was weird is that i mean it's not a common name is that is that name associated with something no it's just exactly just weird oh okay uh, speaking of weird, you drinking anything weird? I am drinking something weird, actually. Uh, I've got Matsurika by Japas Brewing Company. I'm allowed to say that because it's made by Japanese people. It's a bohemian-style pilsner with jasmine. Ooh, jasmine. That's my favorite so kind of I, tea. I realized, not a tea drinker, that I don't actually know exactly what jasmine tastes like. So I assume when I drink this beer... The flavor in it, because it's a pilsner, the thing that tastes like flavor is going to be jasmine. And uh, I have no idea if I like it. So this is going to be a weird one. Smells a little sweet. And that must, I assume, that that must be jasmine. Tastes a little bit like chewing on a cupcake wrapper. When the cupcake's gone, but it's a little sweet, but it's papery, you just chew on it instead. You never just eaten the cupcake wrapper, I, not eaten it, but chewed on it. No, I know what you're saying. You just always pull out the weirdest stuff. It smells like a wet newspaper is one of my favorites. I, I, I think shitty beer often tastes like newspaper. Like that is like a common uh, beer flavor that I get. As Tyler is to prudes, you are to wet newspaper. True, it's true. I don't know what that says about us. You're both weird guys, I think. You gotta get your fiber how you get your fiber, is all I'm saying. Well, I don't think I'm going to be getting my fiber from Bell's Icebox Cake, a bourbon barrel aged oatmeal stout brewed with cocoa, graham flour, lactose, and vanilla. This must be pleasant. 13 2. Mmm. Damn. Very rich. A lot of chocolate um, and a decent amount of bourbon. So, so far, so good. 
I feel like I've had this beer before. Not like actually this beer, but I feel like the style of beer that's like throw as much sugar in here as possible to make it both boozy and sweet and then barrel age it and call it fancy. I think that that's a common move and this is that, but also I like it, so I'm not going to complain that much. Nice. Where to next, boss? Well, I think we got to go. This is the only reason why I picked this one. We're going to talk about farms closing and ranches disappearing at OregonLive.com. Apparently breweries and cideries are digging in to save the land. The reason I picked this one is because the 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 name of the person sounded like a beer. Uh, Lori Petroff Light is uh, the first person mentioned in this article. And I went, it doesn't have the body of Lori Petroff, but, you know, it's better for your figure. So I think it's good that she's out there. And you're only losing 5% ABV. And it's usually <laughs> cheaper too. So yeah, I Way get it. Way cheaper, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Lori, we don't know you. Uh, so what, what's all this about there? Uh, what what is dig in to save the land? Is that a pun? Are we? You sent me this article. article. So first of all, don't ask I, me. Oh, I didn't uh, read it. I didn't read it. I <laughs> I said I said based on headlines. Apparently a. Looks like a brewery co-op are buying farmland to help farmers figure out what to do with their livelihood. Can we just stop bailing out farmers? They are so smug. They have their own dating site. They can't figure out how to run the industry that they constantly pat themselves on the back for. Just out the ass and subsidies getting paid not to farm. Like, I'm sorry, you should go out of business. It's the free market that you love to vote for so much. They always want a little handout when things get hard. Weep, weep, weep over on the farm. Yeah, let's talk about farmers only. I feel like that's clearly the nugget to take from this article. So farmers only, is it is that is that a, a hard and fast rule or is that just like people with the farmer's aesthetic should come here? I feel like it's only a rule for men. Like, I feel like if you were, like, a hot chick, but you weren't a farmer, they would not kick you out of farmers only. They'd be like, that's fine. As long as you, like, wear Daisy Dukes and stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. As long as you have a plaid shirt tied off uh, just above your belly button, um, yeah, hey, you Hey, when a look around. works, a look works. It's a good idea. Jessica Simpson was literally never more attractive than that. Um, so, I, I guess then I wonder, where where's the line? Like, can ranchers join farmers only? Because it's not a farm, but it's like it's so similar. No, that's, that's livestock. That's livestock. You gotta stick to ranchers only. It's just if I'm a if I'm a, a a redneck babe that wants to get with a farmer, who do you think I'm more attracted to? Uh, the guy who's who's out there uh, breaking broncos, or the dude growing only soybeans because it has a slightly higher uh, price yield or whatever. Well, they also, uh, you know, add nitrogen to the soil so you can rotate them with corn, which is very nitrogen intensive. I knew that about turnips. Didn't know it about soybeans. Yep, yep, yep. That's why they also grow that a bunch and why you would think there'd be soybeans all over the fucking place, but there aren't. Uh, Do you think that uh, it's because there are farmers who are afraid that other farmers are going to call them soy boys? (laughs) They literally are soy boys. Yeah, like they are. Like, no, it's just crop rotation. I'm normally a, a, a corn hub. Corn hub. 
Is that is that a, a sub page on Farmers Only, the Corn Hub? Yeah, there's the Corn Hub for the people who are really into um, corn. Optics. I think I've heard though that like the people on Farmers Only typically are really rich, like successful farmers are actually pretty wealthy. Because if you haven't like gone bankrupt and sold, your farm's actually doing like pretty good. So like Farmers Only is like a, a roundabout way for like country chicks to like meet a rich guy. Interesting. Because I was just thinking if I if I were a, a rancher or something farming adjacent that's not quite a farmer, uh, a milkman, I mean, uh, <laughs> like what the process is for getting kicked off. Like what, if enough people report you for not actually being a farmer, <laughs> do they kick you off the site? And now you I'm got three strikes. They said you weren't a farmer three times. You're out. If it's really for rich folks, then maybe. Just no one, no one swipes on you if you're not making a quarter mil a year or whatever. If you're not standing in front of a tractor by a big field in your profile picture, though, like they're gonna know. You're gonna have to borrow somebody's farm. I mean, what if it's more like an could, orchard? I could make that happen. Orchard? Hmm. Is that? Are you a farmer if you work an orchard? I don't know what the name for that job is. I would, th- I would call you a farmer, but that could just be my prejudice. They don't call them orange farms. They call them orange. Right. Wait, no, groves. those are an orchard groves, yeah. Because Grover, I famously uh, not reliable at all. <laughs> I feel like every Grover I've ever known has been vastly concerned with monsters at the end of books. Dude, there was a period where uh, Space Press was obsessed with that book, and when Three Stacks reads it, she does a little voice for Grover. I don't do I don't do the voice. I bet she I just, kills the Grover voice. Like I actually think she could really nail it. The thing is the Grover voice kills her. Like she'll <laughs> she'll read it twice and she'll be like, I need to take an hour break and I can keep going, you know? I'm the I'm the quantity, she's the quality. I loved that book as a kid. I, I vividly remember having the time of my life reading that book. I think I read it through like first grade, so I just thought it was so funny. I I think that speaks to your ingrained defiance of authority because the whole book is someone saying please for our own safety don't do this thing <laughs> and then you do God, it anyway <laughs> and that's what makes it fun it's so fun that's I why thought, you know like that book only sold in america you know in like canada they all just stopped at like the first page they were like okay well we won't and they didn't get it and then the next day they open it again to see if grover's changed his mind nope same book every <laughs> time guys sorry grover I, the the Grover I thought you were talking about when you were talking about them being foolish and unreliable, uh, wasn't Grover Cleveland the one who uh, got reelected but not in subsequent elections? That's correct. That's Never correct. know what that dude's gonna do. Also, can you imagine naming a baby Grover? Like, was it that to the Muppet or like the Sesame Street or whatever the fuck Grover was? Like, were those the only two Grovers ever? I have a feeling that Grover's just a name that went out of style. And in the same way as you don't meet Burt's anymore, you it just 80 years ago, there were Burt's and there were probably also Grover's. I, they, I mean, I'm pretty sure the Social Security Administration or something has has uh, like name. Uh, name population graphs and stuff, because three sex is always checking those when when we're naming our fucking brood. 
Because she doesn't want a name that's too common, but she doesn't want a name that's too weird. All right, let me see if I can find from babycenter.com slash baby name details. Yeah, you Google. I'll cut that there, maybe. Grover means from the grove. Thanks. <laughs> okay, so there's a huge spike of popularity. So this is babies per million. We peaked at around uh, 7,000. In 1885, we're in the mid-1880s, is the ultimate peak of Grover's. When was Grover Cleveland president? Uh, I want to say late 1800s, I and then Google maybe that. again in Google the early that. 1900s. And then in 1888, we're at 4,000 Grover's per million babies. So that's still like a lot. His we first term dip- started in 85, so that seems very correlative. They're all named after him, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then 1892, we're back up around 4K, and then a steep, precipitous drop-off. By 1917, there's only 585 Grovers per million. And when was uh, the Muppet born? I feel like Muppets are from, like, the 60s, right? So this is probably, like, the 40s. So by 57, there's 100 Grovers per million babies. Are we uh, down below one in a million? In, so here's what was here's what was said uh, in 2021, six Grovers per million babies. You're six in a million, kid. You're a Grover. I'm sure that's a reference to a song that is popular that I've never heard. One in a million girl. She's a beauty. One in a million girl. Who's it by? I don't remember. Uh, I I was never a fan of them. There's alternate like measurements here, yes. So we're we that was double from 2020 though. 2020 we're only three Grovers per million babies. 2021 though six. We're all the way back up at six. I so think people saw no those Grover stats anymore. and got sad and decided to name their kids Grover, kind of out of solidarity. It's the six thousand eight and eighty second most popular boy's name. It it makes me want to look at this list and see how many dudes with Less common names I've met. What's crazy is that it's like names similar to Grover and it says Oscar is the first one. It's like, that's hilarious. Like That's obviously. You know, you know, what's fucked up is I still have Grover Cleveland's Wikipedia up. He had a kid named Oscar. Of course, of course. Uh, it makes you wonder Milo, if Jim Jasper, Henson was a Felix. was a fan of the Cleveland family. <laughs> he must have been. Uh, he was a weird or he was like, I'm Republican, but like the early 1900s Republican where you could have a beard and like not make anyone pay taxes. We're like, that's weird, Jim. Theodore. I mean, it's like all these names are better than Grover. If you're like thinking about Grover, you should just name your kid Owen and move on. It's like, that's a real name. I think we've covered this article sufficiently at this point. We definitely talked about farms enough. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We talked about farmers only. That's <laughs> true. We couldn't be more exclusive than that. Uh, so I'm gonna rip this bandit off pretty early on here. Um, I didn't know Tyler wasn't gonna be on the show, and generally when you're on the show, I can count on you to kind of cover a little bit extra content-wise. But yeah. missing out on the whole Tyler, that is that assumption is not as safe. Uh, so my content is very weak. It's very weak. I was thinking about this last night as I was cooking dinner. Oh, I had nothing to talk about. And I should make sure I have something to talk about. And then, as though uh, the Lord had heard my prayers, 
I saw that there on my cutting board where I had diced the potatoes, there was a chunk of potato that I had meant to put in the pot that didn't go in. And I pick up this little piece of potato and from like three and a half feet away, I just tossed it, went right in the pot. Oh, that potato too. And I was like, (laughs) as it left my hand, I was like, this is going to be potentially a huge pain to clean up. Like, cause if it lands on the burner, but not in the pot, then like, what do I do? Get a fork? That's going to suck. Uh, or could have laid it among the dirty dishes that are behind that pot. That's also not good. Uh, I didn't consider the consequences. I just uh, didn't need to. Didn't need I, to. Because because I got game is what I learned. You're a fucking hero. Good for you. That's all I have. You I love that. I love. What I love about that is like like you said, like when it leaves your hand, the rolodex of consequences starts spinning. And like, oh, there's like 17 things that could go very poorly here for like a mild, a mild success. Then it went in and it's, it's fucking amazing. And that's just life being a man. That's just what being a man in America is all about. Is I thought briefly of all the consequences after I had started this in motion, this Rube Goldberg machine in motion. And it all worked out for me just fine. Um, yeah, you're sure the feels good being Larry like. Bird. Yeah, you're the barefoot. Um, can't think of a pun of Contessa, but something, you know. Fill in your own blank. Uh, uh, no. My own basketball blank? Yeah. If it was defense, like Contesta, like a Ooh. shot blocker. But Ooh, that would have been good. But clearly, it's it's an offensive task that I was filling. Yeah. Uh, it, I was thinking about how uh, that shot is one I'm very proud of. And there's one other one. I don't know if you even remember. Barefoot Artesta. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's quite good. Uh, took me a second. Took me a second. Yeah, I, that was definitely <laughs> worth going back for. Uh, there was a time that you and I think Top Gun were over at the house, and you had a glass of whiskey, and for a reason I don't recall, I was holding a tennis ball, and I joked like I was going to throw it in, and you said, "Go for it. If you make it in, I'll drink the whole thing." And then I did, and then you did, and I think I had to throw that tennis ball out because. Uh, there's some <laughs> there's some absorption to a tennis ball, and that's like I don't want the dogs chewing on this and getting wasted a week from now. <laughs> the dogs have been so sleepy lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, R.I.P. to that tennis ball, but that was an incredible shot, and I'm a man of my word. Yep. And really, like twist my arm, Zach, chug sure. that whiskey. Oh no. <laughs> You're like, oh no. Now Top Gun has to drive home. Oh no. <laughs> Take my keys, babe. I'm trying to think of like what what I have done. So obviously this this beer is the lead in to Japan. So next weekend we leave for Japan. Um, and I am legitimately dreading the 14 hour flight we have from Chicago to Tokyo. Um, like I can feel it in my chest, just like how boring it's going to be and how much time that is to kill. Like I I can't do anything for that long. Yeah, I think the uh, longest flight I've been on is, like, half that. I can do seven. Like, I can go to, like, I think, like, London's, like, six or seven from Chicago. And, like, I can do that. I think, like, Amsterdam is pretty similar. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm not going to be the same person when I land. And I'm worried that uh, I, me, right now, I'm not going to get to go on this vacation because I'll have died and then shed my skin like a cicada 
Uh, a different <laughs> iteration of yourself own. will get to enjoy this trip. And then presumably exactly. that that version of you will only last a couple weeks and it'll be a different version of you that I speak to next. Exactly. No, exactly right. There'll be two. Uh, you'll be two Zacks removed from me right now um, because uh, one of me will have watched the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy and then had to kill two hours. Is, is Lord of the Rings your plan? Because it, it does occur to me to try and just pick long ass movies. I can't do it. I like legitimately don't think I could watch all three of those movies back to back. And if I if I watch the theatrical cuts, I have five hours to kill uh, after finishing extended. all of them. Extended, still have a couple hours. But like, I just don't think I can look at Orlando Bloom's fucking face for that long. <laughs> I think I'll just go crazy. He seems like he's had the best life of all time. I feel like if I could be reborn as anyone, Orlando Bloom would be Orlando pretty high on the Bloom. list. I guess I I know he was in that and he was in Pirates of the Caribbean. I can't yep. think of anything else he's been in or tell you any other facts about him. Correct. And that's why he's the perfect celebrity. No one knows anything about Orlando Bloom except for I looked up today. He is in a long-term relationship with Katy Perry. They're not married, thought, but they've been together for a long time. I thought Katy Perry recently got divorced. From Russell it, Brand. And then by recently, this was pre-pandemic that she got divorced. Oh, really? He's got the time warp in there. Yeah. We did that time warp again. I don't uh, think I would like thing. being with Katy Perry. I like I'll grant you she's gorgeous, but uh I I suspect she's an asshole. You think? She she's one of those that I feel like is going to get Ellen DeGeneres in 8 years. Just everybody's going to come out of the woodwork <laughs> being like, "Oh yeah, she was terrible to work with. She was so abusive. I can't believe people like her." I I I so strongly suspect that about. Her. Yeah, she's going to get Lizzo. Uh, yeah. Is that what we're calling it now? Because I feel I mean, like Ellen DeGeneres was a bigger fall from grace, but also Lizzo's a singer, so that's it a was, little closer. I thought the Lizzo thing was just so funny. They're like, it, the environment was very sexually charged. I was like, her whole deal is that she's like slutty but fat. Like, like of course it was. Like, I you. You have to know if you're going to like I if you're like, what do you think it's like touring with Lizzo? I'd be like, I bet you're like constantly looking at her vagina. Like she just <laughs> shows it to you every minute of the day. Uh, she's like, I'm having a good puss day. Check it out. And she just shows it to you. And you're like, oh, fine. Yeah. Thumbs up. But, like she can't sexually harass you. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you think it's like going in a jacuzzi with Andy Dick? Like I bet it's handsy. That's real handsy. <laughs> like, so wait. What you're what you're purporting is it's not sexual harassment because you should have seen it coming. It's so obvious that she's gonna do that. She's gonna grope you. Like you're gonna get groped. I would it's like you want to go in the dark with Bill Clinton, even just for the story. I would definitely. I bet it'd be crazy. She's on my list of. I like Lady Gaga. Also, her like peak meat dress was on my list of like. I bet it would just be nuts. Like I definitely would. Yeah, only if she wears the meat dress. Yeah, we're in the meat dress. I need a snack afterwards. Was the meat cooked? I don't remember. No, it was not. It was bright red. That just makes me think, as someone whose spouse has obsessive compulsive disorder, which makes uh, cooking, uh, especially meat, 
like a whole extra process. Like I practically have to show her all of the things the meat touched and she has to watch me wash them. Um, I can't imagine having a meat dress around someone like that because it would just be like every time you sit down, they would be mentally cataloging. Okay, well, we have to throw out that chair. And, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she brushed across that guy. So we have to immolate him. Yeah, do you think, like, either, like, Bulgari let, put all these crystals on this dress for, like, uh, this model. She's at the Oscars, too. And then, like, Lady Gaga bumps into her, and they're like, oh, fuck my life. You gotta throw out all these fucking crystals. We, well, you gotta put them in a kiln or something. I think that should be. <laughs> yeah, you gotta melt them again. Well, like, you're right, though. So they're, like, in a theater. Like, those seats, those chairs are, like, strapped down. They definitely had to throw away whatever she sat in because she like leaked raw meat juice into it like unless it was like a metal folding chair you can you can clean that but there's no way they're making celebs sit on metal folding chairs you wear a meat dress you get the folding chair sorry those are the rules stephanie maybe she was considerate and stood yeah i doubt it (laughs) i don't i don't know her personally i don't know if she's considerate um but yeah that was on the list but yeah like we uh have this fight to kill. I want to be Orlando Bloom. I definitely think I would date Katy Perry. I remember when she married Russell Brand, and I was like, it's what, he's just, like, a little funny? It made me feel like I could have married Katy Perry if I had just been somewhere, if I had been in L.A. at the right time. I was like, I think Orlando I Bloom think made sense to me. He's, he's, he's handsome. He's, he's handsome. pretty in the way, like, a celebrity is pretty. Yeah, and I think also he's kind of edgy, and maybe that was attractive to her. He's like um, Baby's first Johnny Depp. Like, oh, you're not yeah. ready to go full Johnny Depp. He, he's like a similar kind of thing, but like much safer. Who's in between, though? Because Johnny Depp is too Johnny Depp. And Correct. Russell Brand isn't Johnny Depp enough. Who's the right amount of Johnny Depp? The right is amount it, of Johnny is Depp it Depp is probably Orlando Bloom. It's probably Orlando Bloom. Um, but who's slightly more Johnny Depp than that? Maybe uh, a peak Christian Slater circa blade okay or no, steven dorf that's steven dorf but also a strong a strong uh contestant in the right I don't steven dorf bad guy from blade that's all i got for you you ask me blade is the bad guy from blade because any vampire wow. is a bad guy this is this is where you learn that i'm xenophobic against vampires that black and white thinking worries me <laughs> it worries me <laughs> I think he was a real bad guy, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, really, it's it's kind of the, you know, all those uh, terrible women on Twitter talking about how you should repeal the 19th Amendment. Mm-hmm. And they, they call them the, the pick-me women. I feel like Blade was a pick-me vampire. <laughs> like, you're a vampire, dog. Like, you can, nothing you're going to do is going to convince me you're not a vampire. And just like... Republicans are misogynists. They hate this woman, even if the woman is saying the things they want. Just because you're killing vampires doesn't mean I don't hate you. I'm not going to pick you. <laughs> I still hate you, Blade. Now, Blade 2, there's a movie. That's one of my stop what I'm doing and watch it movies. Blade 2, where the vampire, their jaws open up sideways, and they got gross, fucked up things, and they can kill other vampires and drink them. That shit's the best. I was kind of a comic book kid and blade was one that i never read and i think that might be why i've only seen the first blade i've seen like 
all of the even most of the pretty bad Marvel movies, but I only saw the first Blade. I think Blade is a better movie than it is a comic book. Because I think when you're like you have the freedom of a comic to like do anything, having someone who's like a slightly better version of like a person is kind of boring. Like, yeah, he's, he's called Captain America and he's boring. He's got a, he's got a shield he throws around and yeah he is boring. He's got like. It's just one of those things where it's like you can't be like he's super fast and then draw it like the Flash guy probably is like the best animator of all time. If any of us are like, yeah, he's really fast. Like it's a picture. He's fucking always standing still. Well, you it's see, gotta be the hardest you see comic the blur to draw. lines, and you also see like across a few panels. He went from this place to this place, and you have a good enough understanding of the geography of Central City. To know how far apart <laughs> this place Wow, that was far. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, no, the Japan trip is going to be sick. We uh, got – we're, like, doing, like, like little minor logistics. We're trying to figure out if we're going to go to an animal cafe or if they're exploitative. And that's been an exhausting Google. Oh, I my bet. God. There's so many people who are, like, it's cruel. And I'm, like, yeah, I disagree with people on the Internet all the time. Like, how cruel – is it actually like, let me see some videos of these animals. And I'm thinking we're going to end up going to a micro pig cafe. I think we're going to a micro pig cafe. I think we're going to go to a capybara cafe. I guess there's one right by the Tokyo sky tower. We're going to be there anyway. And I thought it was just called cafe capybara, but then it turns out they actually have two capybaras in there that you can just pet. The thing is, I bet with a lot of those, like, Cat cafes, I think about a lot. I bet if you let just left the door open and let them leave, they would leave and never come back. But also, I'm not sure they would find better lives than they have at that cat cafe. Because I'm yeah, sure they're I'm sure they're eating well enough, and obviously they're getting all the attention they could want. Like they're they're, I would say, I think, as a family, we treat Chai the cat very well. But she would get treated better at a cat cafe because she would get to see a variety of people instead of the same two adults and also two children who are B minus at petting cats. That's a tough child skill though. Like, petting a dog is way easier than petting a cat. Like you can really like get into a dog, even just size based. You can like lean on it. If you need to, like, I guess as a kid, like, if I were a cat, I would not let a kid pet me. I'd be like, nah, I'm going to let you hit, like, seven or eight before I really let you do this. I think it depends on the dog, though. Because you hear about reactive dogs and not really reactive cats. Correct. Well, all cats are, like, cats have that latitude. We're like, my cat just fucking bit the shit out of me for no reason. No one calls it a reactive cat. That's just, like, a cat <laughs> being a cat. I guess- I guess maybe it being eight pounds makes it less scary. <laughs> yeah. My cat just tries to attack and kill my foot sometimes when I'm wearing a shoe. It's just what cats do. They're just not capable of mauling us. Right. She, she is good with the girls, though. She'll, if, if she gets a pet she doesn't like, she just runs away. She's not, yeah. she's not hissing or anything, which is nice. That is nice. Uh, as as so opposed to when Citra got two up in her grill and Chai just slapped the living shit out of her. Like, <laughs> her her claw got temporarily caught in Citra's eyebrow. 
because she just oh, wouldn't no. she wouldn't stop hitting her because Citra would not get out of her face. It was crazy. But Sister, now they have an there. understanding where they just are never in a room together. <laughs> Come on, Citra. Come on. Um, I'm trying to think what else is going on in Japan that we have that's cool. We have some sick hotels that we're staying at. We're staying at some really nice hotels. That's going to ruin hotels for me for the rest of my life. Um, we have a reservation booked at one, two Michelin star restaurant. Well, you um, know, my question for your trip was going to be, where's the beef? You getting the beef? The beef, the Kobe beef? Yeah. Um, we will definitely get Kobe beef once. We're not going to literal Kobe because it didn't seem necessary. Um, but we will definitely get Kobe beef. And we are... Um, Going to this like French restaurant called Crony. It's got two Michelin stars, and all the food looks like art. And I'm gonna ask Holly what I'm supposed to eat. Like, is this part the food also, or is this the plate? Oh, uh, oh, I thought you're talking about garnishes. You're talking about. Okay. Is this a slate plate or like a log they're get putting it on, or is this like? part of the food i'm gonna do it very quiet though i also did look up how to say is this part the jet ja- this part the food in japanese just to embarrass holly <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna say it but i i do i am gonna learn it so i could ask <laughs> if i wanted to um it does make me think of that oh what was the name of that fucking place nook is that right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh where we went and there was that salad where they just forgot to give us uh a fork for the yeah for the like salad boat and we just ate it like a taco because we thought we were supposed to like ev- like the, the dozen of us at the table co- collectively <laughs> were like this is right right yeah and they were like do you guys all fucking eat that shit our bad <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man but yeah it's like uh it's super fancy so we're going there it was great they took online reservations like two months out um it was super easy so we got a reservation there. We have a tea ceremony in Kyoto that we're doing that's supposed to be very nice. Um, and then the at the Ritz-Carlton in Kyoto, there's a tempura-only restaurant in the hotel that has one Michelin star that we have a reservation at for lunch. Uh, so tempura-only, I'm sure that just means all the food they serve is tempura-ed. But there's something about that that makes me feel like they let you bring in outside food and they'll temper it for you for a fee. <laughs> you bring it to us, it's like at the state fair. You bring it to us, we're gonna tempura it, baby. Get that Twinkie, tempura Twinkie, let's do it. I think they would lose their Michelin star if they did that. <laughs> they probably would. But like, that's what I like about Japan. It's so it's like, honestly, it's an anxious person's dream because every restaurant is like, we only do udon, and that's all that we make. It's just different kinds of udon. You're like. And that's it. A hundred percent. That's it. And it makes it Japanese restaurants in America seem crazy. Because because Japanese restaurants in America do all 20 things and they do them each 20 ways. Yes, they do all 20 things, 20 ways. You can get ramen, you can get udon, you can get soba, you can get a rice bowl. Like It doesn't matter because you just if you think Japanese, like they will make it for you here because people will ask for it and be dicks to them if they don't have it. And then they're, they're like, like, yeah, how- we only do soba. You can go to any bar that has a menu and order a grasshopper and be a dick about it if they don't have creme de... Yeah. yeah. 
I feel like that's a dangerous game is going to like shitty bars here and be like, you have a, can I have a grasshopper? And they're like, we're just going to throw something horrible in a glass for you. Like this is Wisconsin, sir. I mean, I, I'm too afraid of confrontation to ever try to go off menu, but I, I can see it being a slippery slope though. We're like, you know, everywhere does a rum and Coke. Like mm-hmm. even if you don't see it on the menu, which of course you have rum, of course you have Coke, have a rum and Coke. And then like maybe next time you go Cuba Libre. Because that's, yep. like, that's very basic. That's fine. And then I can just see how you do just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. It's a slippery slope type of a thing, and then all of a sudden you're ordering a, a grasshopper and you look like a real wiener. This slippery slope argument you're making, coupled with your, your argument about Blade, is really making me worry uh, about how you process things that's going on in the world. Uh, it's, not, it's a pretty far leap from Cuba Libre <laughs> to also I would never. I'm just ask saying they're gonna take our job. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I would never ask someone out loud for a Cuba Libre. I would probably be like, can I have like a rum and coke with lime? And they'd be like, yeah. Unless I was in a Spanish-speaking country, I would not ask for a Cuba Libre. Because because you're em- embarrassed to say it. It's like the yeah, sex on the so. beach it's argument. Like, yeah, I, it's a fuzzy navel thing. I'd be like, can I have like this, this, and this, and this all combined? They're like, you want a fuzzy navel? I'm like, no, 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 no. I want the components of a fuzzy navel compiled in the way that a fuzzy navel in is the made. same ratios. <laughs> and all the same ratios and things like that. Uh, Apparently, Tyler, I think when he was in Germany, uh, was out with a bunch of people and they all ordered beers and he ordered a sex on the beach and everyone just stared at him for the rest. Hey, that's cool as hell. That feels like a very childish thing to do. You'd be like, you know what? I wanted a sex on the beach. I can get myself a beer anytime I want. I've never had a uh, sex on the beach, but based on the description, I bet they're really good. I think they're they're pretty nice. I feel like I've only ever had them when I was already very drunk. They're like one of those for me, where if someone else is getting them, I'll be like, all right. Someone else has already tested the waters to see if they'll do it. We um uh. At Harvey House downtown, we went a few months ago, and we're, we were, we have another reservation for a five-course uh, cheese-based tasting menu, like two weeks after we get back from Japan. Uh, Man, in their is, train is card. Is this what it's like to be married without kids? You just yes, it's, you it's just incredible. eat expensive food whenever the fuck you feel like it, and don't 100%. worry about it. Our high yield savings account. We just looked at the interest we got last month, and I went. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I laughed when I saw it, because um, we haven't bought a house yet, and it's the account that we're <laughs> putting our down payment in. So it's been actually very nice, and like all this money's gonna be gone in uh, like six months. Uh, well, first tell me about this cheese, and then tell me about this house that you're theoretically buying. So it's a five course menu. Every single menu has a, some sort of Wisconsin cheese. Uh, in the food plus uh, a Wisconsin alcohol pairing. So there's like brandy old fashions, probably other brandy old fashions as well. Uh, that's the only Wisconsin drink. Brandy really is. old fashions. <laughs> there'll be there'll be a spotted cow in there probably. Exactly. There'll be some bullshit like that. But it's like it's like stuff like that where it's like a risotto with like hooks like 15 year cheddar and like shit like that. Oh, that sounds so good. I know it all sounds so good. Holly was like. Oh, I don't know if we should do that because we're going to be coming back from Japan. And we're going to feel all gross because we've been eating the whole time. I was like, I'm just going to book the cheese train. And how about we just go anyway? 
uh, there's no, you're, we're going to a five course cheese train. Uh, it's in a train car. Uh, okay. I thought that was right, the cheese weird. train. <laughs> oh no, that, that's fair. It's in a, uh, a refurbished train car is where they do their tasting menus. Cause it's right by this that bike shop on West Wash. Bullshit I've ever heard of. Oh, you'd love this restaurant. It's, it's amazing. The, the food's so good. But yeah, so she's like, I don't know if we should do the cheese train. I was like, you even fucking hear yourself. You don't know if we should do the cheese train. We're going and we're going to do it. If she decides last minute she doesn't want to go, Brian Gerber will go with you. Oh, 100%. He won't appreciate and, shit, though. I, he'll just shovel it into his face, and I'll be like, what did you think of it? He'll be like, oh, it's good. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, Gerber. Like, <laughs> you can't come. You can't come to the cheese train with me anymore. So it's the weirdest, like, threat or decree. Like, Gerber, you better behave yourself, or you're not coming back to cheese train. You better look up, you better buy a thesaurus before you come to the fucking cheese train and then describe what, how you feel about this. I, I found the risotto to be immaculate. All right, there you go. You can come. You can come to the cheese train. <laughs> so, yeah, if, if Holly cancels, you can come. You'll be my number one off the bench. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to need about eight weeks' notice for that. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll text you the dates now. <laughs> you text me the dates three weeks ago or something? Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, so we got that. Um, so that'll be good. We got the fucking uh, fancy. Well, oh, so fancy restaurants. We had the tempura place. One Michelin. I think those are the only Michelin stars. So it'll be three cumulative over the course of the trip. Uh, we've got Ninja Restaurant, which is like medieval times, but a ninja is your waiter, and it, you're in a private room, and your waiter's a ninja, and they do little jutsus and like present the food to you. I don't know uh, what a jutsu is. I'm not weeb enough. You never watched Naruto? No. So they do like a like a little like magic trick each time they bring you your food. So like they'll do a hand signal and they'll like slap the table and like a fire will light and like a little trail of alcohol will catch on fire and it'll light the burner under your food for so that it's, course. It's a little bit of a Hadoken type of a thing. Exactly, exactly. It's like a Hadoken type deal. It's like a Kamehameha kind of thing that they'll do. Um. And uh, they'll do that. And then, yeah, you have a private room and your waiter's a ninja. And that's like kind of the deal. And that's also like a five course like meal. And so ninja restaurant I'm super pumped about. We've got some easy, some like bar tours, the little izakayas, like these like uh, kind of hole in the wall bars that they've got with like snacks. Doing that, doing some classy Izekaya shit. sounds like a, a Hebrew name. <laughs> it really does. Um, yeah, heavy on the Yitzhak. Um but uh, we got that. We've got um, – we're going to – shit, what is it? We have a sake um, brewery tour that we're taking, and apparently you get to try 22 different kinds of sakes. And we were like, we can't have anything after that. Like, there's no way we're not going to be tanked after that. There's no small enough quantity you could give me of that where I could have 20 of them and not be drunk. Like, hey, what, is, what is sake? Like 20 It's like wine, right? It's probably 12 or 13. Like Okay. Yeah. So that's a shot to that. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I basically drank a bottle of wine by, <laughs> by the end of it. Uh, we've got a couple afternoon teas. Uh, one of them, unfortunately, is Halloween themed. They have like monthly themes and like, or bi monthly themes. And the September, October is all Halloween shit. And we were like, ah, fuck. It's all kitschy and dumb. Are you guys anti Halloween? We're just not super into Halloween. Like, I'm not anti-Halloween by any stretch. I love – honestly, the only problem with our friend group now is that, like, we don't, like – can't really go out for Halloween anymore. You can't, like, dress up. 
so I love, like, I enjoy Halloween very much, but we're not like, my whole personality was based on the fact that I saw a nightmare before Christmas when I was 14. Uh, we're not like that kind of into Halloween. We're not theater kid Halloween. I, I was that at 19. And yep. I've, and I've, it's faded from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As it should, as it should. Um, so we got that. So that's a, that one's kind of like a that's a, a throwaway afternoon tea. Then we have one at the Ritz, uh, and that'll be sick. Uh, hopefully it's not racist of me to finish this sentence. To to go from talking about J- Japan to talking about an anime that I know you enjoy. Uh, called One Piece. Oh, fuck yeah. Just, I just know there's all this hype around this live action One Piece. And so I, I'm i not a big anime guy. I've watched a little bit, but like not, not much at all. Uh, and I watched the live action Cowboy Bebop. I loved it and then found out that Cowboy Bebop fans didn't like it. And I was like, well, I've never seen the anime, so I don't know. I, I, I don't know the source material at all. I just know that I loved this really strange live action program. And then mm-hmm. I saw all this stuff about the One Piece show, and I was like, I wonder if that's any good. I know that Zach loves this anime, but also that one guy who plays, I think, the main character whose name I don't know. I know no name. Monkey D. Luffy. Monkey D. Luffy. Uh, that actor was in a different Netflix show, and I found him very annoying in it. Which mm-hmm. is, it, mm-hmm. it is tough to know, is this the character or is this the actor that I don't like? Because I only know him from this one show, the name of which I do not recall. He plays a chupacabra. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, that's that, like, supernatural show where those three kids are, like, hanging out together, and, like, they're all supernatural things, and he's yes. a chupacabra? Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um... Yeah, I've, I've heard good things. I've not seen the live action One Piece. I've heard actually that it's pretty good, but I've also heard that like they contract so much into the eight episodes that like people are struggling to understand what it would be like to watch if you didn't already know kind of what happened in One Piece. Because One Piece is one of those shows that there's like a thousand. There's episodes. like a thousand. There's like literally, I think I've seen a thousand episodes of One Piece and I haven't, I stopped watching before. Like they've made more episodes than that. Also, so a thousand at the low. I have to pee. You're gonna have to hold on one second. Oh, all right. And all this up. I'm not gonna make it. So, dear listener, uh, Zach is gonna go pee, and the complicating factor is that Freestech is gonna be home with our children from Waukesha at any moment, and uh, when they get home, I'm going to have to run away. But Zach doesn't know that. Because I meant to tell him before the episode, but I was too busy complaining about how Tyler didn't show up. So you're hearing my weird rant where I'm intentionally speaking slowly to stretch out the time however I can. But uh, you're probably going to get the same treatment from Zach. Luckily for you, Zach is a lot better at it than I am. And also luckily for you, Zach's not a big Big on hand washing, so I think we'll be okay. He had his headphones on the whole time. Oh no, he heard it all. I heard it all, and you're right. I'm not big on hand washing. My biggest takeaway, I heard Tom Segura say this, and I completely agree. Biggest takeaway from the whole pandemic, you should probably wash your hands a little bit more. Not just when you literally see yourself get poop on them. Ah, cool, man. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, One Piece. So here's the deal with One Piece. 
Um, I think the manga is great. One Piece's problem was they caught up to the manga, and this was before they were allowed to not do weekly animes. They were putting one out every week for, like, years, and they caught up. And the problem with the manga is it's, like, 10 pages long. It's a comic book. It's, like, 10 pages long, each chapter. That is not enough for a 20-minute cartoon. That is not enough. And so the pacing got so fucked uh, that nothing was happening in each episode. And instead of taking a break, they just kept making shitty episodes of this anime. And they never stopped doing that forever and ever. And One Piece anime is, is now bad. But the first, there's 13 seasons of it on Netflix. And I think the first seven of them are legitimately very, very good. And then the ones after that, you have to just like fast forward through the like flashback shit and like all the other stuff that's going on. Still, I watched all of it again on Netflix. I'm already fully caught up. I'm waiting for Netflix to get the other seasons. So you, you were just saying, like, how it sucks now. It, when they release more seasons to Netflix, you'll watch the shitty ones just, like, fast-forwarding or half-watching or whatever. Yep, I'll fast-forward through, like, half the episode if it's all recap or, like, if it's backstory that doesn't matter about why a villain is shitty to people. Like, I don't care. Uh and I'm already, I've already seen all of those. I'm probably, like, I think I'm, like, 20 seasons in on Crunchyroll before I, like, stopped and just read the manga after it came out. Um, okay, so you, so now I it's, even, it's even more repetitive at this point if you watch because you've already read the source material. Yep, I've, I've, yeah, I've read all the way through. I, I, I think I stopped about six months ago so I could have a big backlog. So at some point I'll have to find my place in the manga and go catch up but it's man, that only one you had man, some excuse to burn 14 hours and you're prepare right. for being in japan i should yeah i should amazon a couple chapters of one piece uh for the plane so that me and holly can have a good time would she read sure. it is she no no she fucking would not <laughs> no i don't know about you when i'm on a flight with my wife we generally don't coordinate entertainment. I'm watching what I'm watching. She's doing what she's doing. We'll usually watch together. We we have um usually what it'll be is we'll have a period of time where we're watching stuff together. We'll exhaust those things and then I will fall asleep and then she's on her own. Like because I can sleep on planes and she can't. Uh, and I'm like, well, I'm out of ideas. I'm gonna go to sleep. I'll see you in like two hours uh, with a dry mouth because I've had my mouth open the whole time I've been sleeping. I'm sure she loves that. Oh, yeah. And, and that's she, how I do it. She gives you a big smooch. Yeah, she'll look. Yeah, it's like if they bring like a little nip of vodka around, just pour it right into my open mouth while I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> You'll wake up in a good mood and not be sure why. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I was on a plane once and the guy next to me ordered a, a whiskey, a beer, and a, a wine at the same time, and they brought him all of them all at once. He pounded them in, like, three minutes and then was incoherently drunk the entire rest of the flight. <laughs> and I was like, don't order that if you can't drink that much. Like, you know that you can't do that. Based on the amount of drunk you got, you know that you're not going to be fine if you if you do that. And he did it anyway, and he was trying to talk to me. I felt how women feel on public transportation. He kept trying to talk to me, and I had my headphones in. I was like, dude, clearly, I'm not going to talk to you. And then he was, like, 
incomprehensible. Like literally, I was like, I don't understand what you're saying to me. It's loud, and you're like, and at the end, he gave me this business card. And I was like, you want me to get you fired? Like, what are you, what are you trying to do? I think this was all tactics by this guy. Uh, there's a there's a Dave Attell joke that's like that guy could party. Actually, have, I would have, love to party with Dave. Yeah, Dave Attell. Dude, me too. Have you ever blacked out, or as I like to call it, time traveled? I think that's this guy being like, if I get shit faced immediately, I won't remember this flight, which is the equivalent of not having to experience this flight. <laughs> that's you know actually you're right. It's pretty smart. On the way back from Israel, when I went on birthright, did you ever go on birthright? No, I'm not a good enough Jew. Oh, man, when I went on birthright after junior year of college, or, like, maybe it was, like, winter break junior year, and um, they on the way back, we were at a club in Tel Aviv right before our flight, uh, coming going back to America, and we just got shammered and went to the airport, which was also, first of all, a blast. I highly recommend pre-gaming going to the airport to everyone and anyone. One of, the, one of the kids that we were with was just annihilated. His name is Jordan, and Jordan was absolutely destroyed. And we were at the gate, and Jordan is just having a good old time. And we get on the plane, and like three hours into the into the flight, Jordan goes, "Where are we?" <laughs> I was like, "Jordan, we're on the fucking flight back to New York, dude." He was like, "Oh my god, I don't remember anything." And he was like completely blacked out for the entire trip to the airport our like hour at the gate all the way through security uh and like the first like two hours of the flight back it was incredible that i mean that rules like he got to skip a boring part of his life yeah jordan does rule i remember being like you know what man i think you figured it out was it weird for him to go to the middle east with that name was he ever like no my name is jordan <laughs> It didn't come up, but that's a good question. I wish I wish I'd had you with me at the time, so I could never stop making horrible jokes about it. <laughs> uh, I think it is time to stop making horrible jokes though, and rate these beers. All right, um, I had Masurika, uh, a pilsner with jasmine flower, five uh, percent ABV. Um, here's the deal. Last time I was on, you we were like, what's the new thing that breweries should be doing that's not just like juicies, that's not just like the same old shit, not just like a session sour? I think it is flavored pilsners, I think, is is what should be happening. I loved this. This was really nice. Um, it was all of that boring pilsner pilsnerness, that safe that like safety blanket of pilsner. With like a delightful little like kind of herbal note to it. I really enjoyed the extra kind of body it added to the Pilsner. I thought it was a good call from from Joppa's Brewery, which I'm going to say as much as possible because it's not a slur. It's what the brewery's called. And uh, I'm going to give it a, a 7.6. I would recommend this to anybody who is just kind of a little tired of hazy IPAs and you just want to do something else. Go for the flavored Pilsner. I I think this review is really interesting because of my relationship with Jasmine in tea where I like kind of force myself to get into tea and Jasmine is my favorite tea because it reminds me of IPAs because there's floral bitter notes to it. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's a little bit of a full circle thing here that you're talking about 
this beer that tastes like this tea that I think of as tasting like a different beer. But I guess if you just were like, I made a Pilsner and put some extra hops in it, I'd be like, oh, a Pilsner that doesn't suck as bad. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, yeah, I would love to see, fuck it, make a nacho Pilsner. Whatever, swing for the fences. Get weird, guys. I had Icebox Cake by Bells, and my opinions haven't changed. Uh, it's nice and boozy. It's nice and sweet. Uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, I think I was less thrilled about mine than you were about yours, but but not by that much. So I'm going to go 7.3. Uh, and I would recommend it to anyone who likes this thing. You know what this thing is by now. It's the it's the sweet bourbon barrel aged thing. It's it's good at that. Hell yeah, that's great. Do you have do you have it in YouTube the outro? You are the host theoretically. Oh shit. Okay. Um, you can talk to us at Thursday, Tuesday podcast at gmail.com. That's correct. And at Bruce Tuesday? Or is it at Bruce Tuesday? Uh, what are you talking about? Oh, is, are you off of, are you on threads? Uh, oh, we deleted the Twitter like six months ago, and I haven't gotten on threads or Instagram or any of the others. Perfect. Uh, BruceTuesdayPodcast.com? BruceTuesday.com. BruceTuesday.com. BruceTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, don't let the bastards keep you down. Goodbye. Farewell. Comes up here, catch all your tears. Drink the remedy, forget about your problems. Here comes a shot, lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problems. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need. And take your medicine, you feel better. We're, we're going to this capybara cafe, come hell or high water. I'm touching one of those fucking hell animals. Yeah.